Hello there, hungry friends. I am so glad that you chose to join me on Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I am Risa Auger, your host of this here podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I really, truly hope that it helps you be inspired to make your meals, whichever one you're eating, just a little bit healthier to make you feel just a little bit happier in whatever you got going on in life. Because let's face it, no one has time for bad food. So, on to the show. Hey, everyone. I am so incredibly excited that in Southern California, in my little beach town, it is finally summer. Like, it was just like one day this weekend. Hello. It is warm and we are in summertime. There is sunshine, super late. It's amazing, but maybe not so great for the whole like putting things in the oven thing at dinner time, or even during the day, or really any time of the day now. Uh, so today, I just want to talk about cooking in other things, like other items, like other kinds of appliances. Um, maybe not just even in the summertime. These are things you can use year-round, but they are a godsend in the summer when you do not have air conditioning because we don't have air conditioning where I live. Most of the houses where I live do not have air conditioning, and I know that is so strange to people who visit us from other parts of the country that have never lived here. Um, we honestly don't really need it for, you know, more than, like, a week out of the year. So, uh, there are other things that we can do to cool up the house. You know, we have lots of fans. There's great breeze. Um, but none of those really help when you have the oven on. And I am a fan of warm food, even when it's hot outside. I don't know why. I mean, part Well, part of it is that my tummy functions better when um, most of my meals are warm. Um, but beyond that, I just find comfort in it, and it doesn't really matter what season it is. I'm the girl who will drink super hot coffee, even when it's a million degrees outside. So I guess my food is just sort of one of those things that goes with it. And during the summer, like I said, there are just a few appliances that are super godsend uh, that I use all year round, but just uh, extra happy about them during the summer. So I'm going to call this part one of a summer series. I don't know how many I'm going to do. I haven't decided yet because uh, you guys know that I totally do these on the fly. Like, I didn't even research this. I've kind of been batting it around in my head for a couple days. Normally, I record these on Mondays. Today is Tuesday, and I'm recording uh, just because uh, the kid with an urgent care thing came up yesterday, and so I had to go be mommy, and I was not really in the mood to do this, which is very rare since this is like the highlight of my week. You have no idea. Um, okay, so on to the list. I am going to start with my new favorite thing, which is the air fryer. The air fryer is amazing. I need a freaking bigger one because the one I have is the small size, and it was a gift, and you can't look a gift card in the mouth, so... I didn't even know it was a small size when I got it, but, dude, it is fan-freaking-tastic. I will say I've only made a couple things in it, but I cannot wait to make some more. So 
Um, I have done veggies so far in it. I cannot wait to make wings in it and uh, maybe some meatballs and I don't know what else, but there are many air fryer recipes coming in my future. I will say I made the best broccoli last a couple weeks ago. Last week, a couple weeks ago? I don't remember. It was a couple weeks ago, I think. Uh, and then I tried zucchini in it as well. I think I packed it too full, so my advice to you is don't pack your air fryers full. And um, a little bit of oil goes a long way. Make sure that you are not using aerosol, like the spray oil on your food before it goes in there because it ruins the lining of your air fryer. I read that on a list of tips before I used it because I wanted to make sure that I was not going to break this thing. So um, back to my broccoli. The best broccoli I've ever made. I love broccoli uh, in soups. I love broccoli raw. I like it uh, a little bit steamed and in like a coleslaw. I just I really like broccoli, and this was by far the best broccoli I've ever made. And it was in the air fryer. I literally tossed it with olive oil, salt, and pepper, and I put it in the air fryer for 25 minutes, and it was amazing. I just did like. I think it's 12 or 16 ounces. I don't know. It's one bag from Trader Joe's. And I broke up those. There's sometimes like florets that are like giant. So I broke those up into smaller pieces. And that's it. I didn't do almost anything else. I literally olive oil, salt, and pepper in the air fryer. And it was like broccoli crack. Like I could not stop eating it. Um, maybe next time I'll do it in two batches. Because I'll do one bag for me and one bag for the husband, and maybe that'll be enough. But seriously, we were both like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And it was just broccoli with, like, no special seasoning, no special anything, just in the air fryer. It was amazing. What else? Okay, so I love my crock pot. And I know that sounds odd during the summer because you're like, you're going to make soup during the summer? No, it's not really for soup during the summer so much as shredding uh, meat. So, you guys, I've talked about this before, that my favorite, favorite way to do shredded meat is to throw it in the crock pot with a jar of either, like, uh, marinara sauce or salsa or something and just let it sit all day, especially when you do it from frozen. So, today I am going to make uh, some of those waffles, the polenta waffles that I make. And I've done a video on it. So if you want to see a video on how to make those, definitely check out my social media. Um, I believe I loaded it on Facebook and on um, the IGTV on my Instagram. So uh, if you need a link to either of those, I will send it to you. But there is a video on how to make the waffles from polenta. I will be making those tonight, and I'm going to make them kind of spicy. I think the video that I made, I made them savory. Uh, tonight I'm making them spicy with some green chilies in there and some uh, maybe chipotle chili powder. I'm not really sure where I'm going with that yet. However, I will say that right now in my crock pot, as we speak, there is a pork loin and a jar of green salsa in there. And that's it. Oh, oh, and a chopped onion. That's it. Literally, that's all I did this morning. I chopped an onion. I put a piece of meat in there, and I opened a jar of salsa, and I poured it over, and I turned it on low, and I left. 
And um, luckily, my husband is home from work today. I mean, not home from work. He's working from home today. So he will uh, make sure to turn everything a couple times. But you really don't even have to. When I get home from work, I'm going to literally turn it off and let the steam come out so that it sort of dries up and soaks up all the juices. That way, when we go to put it on top of the waffles, it doesn't make them all soggy and gross. It keeps the crispy edges. Uh, oh, the other thing that I'm going to put in them today is um, that, like, Monterey Jack with the red pepper, so the spicy Monterey Jack um, cheese in it. And that helps it give, like, the little crispy edge that you want when you are making a good waffle, right? So nobody wants a mushy waffle. Um, so, and then I will be putting arugula in that just because I'm hiding the greens, hiding the greens. And so on top of that, I'm going to do the, the pulled pork with the, that was seasoned with just the green salsa and um, a little bit of sour cream, and I have some avocado. So it'll almost be like a carne, but I don't know, like sort of a taco-ish, a pulled pork taco-ish. Pork taco, what would that be? That would even off the top of my head while I'm driving. Not even going to think about it. But it will be taco-ish. And then I'm going to saute some zucchini on the side, and that will be totally yummy. I'm going to do it in sticks so you can pick it up almost like french fries or chips. Um, and we can dip that in a different salsa if I want to. I will put it out and, and let my tummy be my guide for that part of it. So that will be awesome. And then, so that is air fryer and crock pot because neither of them give off a lot of heat. The other thing that you can use instead of the crock pot is the pressure cooker. Uh, Instapot. Um, my Instapot actually has a slow cooker mode, so I'm trying to debate if I should get rid of my crock pot. I kind of love my crock pot. I've had it since we got married, since before we got married, and uh, I don't know, that thing has been with me through thick and thin. I do have two crock pots. One is really big, one is like medium size, so and then I have the Instapot. I don't know what I'm going to do. I haven't decided yet. But I might eventually choose cabinet space over sentimental value. Uh, in my kitchen, that is, like, prime practical estate. So there's that. Anyway, so if you have an Instapot, do the same thing. You come home. You throw something in the Instapot. It is ready in an hour. Even uh, frozen is ready in an hour. And so that is just something to consider because it's not going to give off heat, but everything will be cooked thoroughly and you can really get a good meal and lots of options there. So maybe use it because even like during the summer, we'll randomly get like a craving for something super, super comfort food like, like meatloaf or something. And I would rather make it in the Instapot, which I've done and it's amazing. Uh, and then you can, because you can sear it at the end, or oh, on the sear mode, it's so good. And it can be like crispy edge. I like crispy edges. I like texture. When I cook, sometimes it's about the textures and melding the textures as well as the flavors together. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. But for me, that's totally what it's about. So the, the Instapot gives you some really good options there where you can sear things before you pressure cook them. And then you can, or you can sear them after. The other thing that you can do is toss things into the broiler in your toaster oven, which is the next item I would want to talk about. The toaster oven is your friend. It is 
just as hot, well, maybe not as hot as your regular oven. So things take a little bit longer to cook in the toaster oven, even though it's the same temperature. I don't know what it is. I'm just going to go with it, and I'm going to say yay for being able to bake things without heating up my entire house. Um, that, to me, is, like, super godsend. I probably, I use my toaster oven every day. No joke, every day. Well, most days. Okay, I will say at least six days out of the week I use my toaster oven because it doesn't heat everything up, and then also I can make things in smaller batches and not have to use, you know, the gas bell doesn't go crazy high because I'm heating the entire oven for, like, something super small. I don't like doing pizza in it. I've done that before. I don't know why. It just doesn't ever come out. I don't, like, it doesn't cook evenly when something's that big. Like, you have to turn it a bunch of times, and every time you open it, it cools off, and it's just a big pain in the movie. Um, I've never done anything big, like, meatloaf in it or anything like that, but you could if you had a really big one or if you were doing things in, like, little individual size, you could totally do that. So if you get a craving for something that needs to be baked, uh, I totally recommend using your toaster oven because it's going to bake everything totally through, and then you can broil at the end because you want that crispy edge or you want that um, you know, brown cheese on top or something, that is a good way to go, and it's not going to overheat the whole house. So even if you have air conditioning and that's not a problem, when you bake and then you have to turn the easy up, that's kind of an issue. And, you know, me and my budget-loving husband, would, if we had AC, would probably have a problem with that. And so that's always a good thing. So just to recap, it is. Good to use your low cooker, your air fryer, and your uh, Instapot, and the toaster oven. If you have any other, like, random gadgets, totally go for it. Like, these, this is the time to try out your other gadgets. Try out something that is not going to heat everything up. And then pair it with something cold so that you have something that is going to cool you down, like a really good cold law or just a bright green salad or, um, ooh, a cold soup. Cold soup during the summer sometimes feels so darn yummy, uh, feels so darn good, and you can even make it in your crock pot and then blend it and then put it in the um, refrigerator and you have soup for like a couple different meals. You could even save it in the freezer and have it a couple weeks later because it's going to save in the freezer for that long. And then it's nice and ice cold if you do it in the freezer and you can just let it thaw on the um, counter for a little bit before you're ready to eat it. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, you can also use the microwave for stuff. Sorry, that. What am I thinking? Microwaving stuff is great. Uh, people sometimes don't like the microwave because whatever the gets into your food, the microwaves are not good. I, I don't know. I love my microwave for quick stuff, for steaming veggies really quick, especially like when you're home late or whatever, popping things in there to uh, even like thaw meat if I'm going to grill it. Um not my favorite way to install me because I feel like it changes the texture of it and again I'm big on texture but you could totally use that I don't like cooking full meals in the microwave but reheating stuff is totally fine and I just 
I don't know why. I just find that things that are cooked sometimes get mush on the edge. So, like, I don't know, nuggets and things like that. I would rather put them in, or taquitos or whatever. I'd rather put them either on a skillet on the stove top or in the toaster oven if it's, you know, a small batch of them or if it's blazingly hot outside and you don't want to do your oven, like I said, because it's summertime and it's warm, finally. So there's that. Microwave is your friend, but use it wisely. Okay, so the last option. It's not really an option in my house, but in most houses, the grill. The grill is your friend. It is. It totally is. Aside from, like, like I put things on the grill pan inside on the stove, but even then, you're, like, standing over a stove, and you're, like, all hot, and, ugh, it can get annoying, right? But if you send somebody outside to grill something for you, then you get to stay inside where it's nice and cool. It's true. So, um... My husband is not a big grill fan, and to be completely honest, neither am I. Like, we love it. We love it when other people do it, and I will prep meat for days. I will prep veggie kebabs for days, but uh, I am not a fan of actually doing the cooking on the grill. I don't know why, but and neither is he. So we get treated to barbecue when we go to other people's houses, and not so much ours. Um, I mean, I will do it, and he is always the last to volunteer to do it, but I will do it if needed if no one else is around, but I would rather not do that. I would rather just use my grill pan inside and get it done that way, and I do everything that way, chicken, fish, burgers, whatever, um, on a griddle, and my grill pan has, like, little lines, so it stays nice and crispy, and I love that way, too, and that is better than the oven, not as good as, say, a crock pot or something at keeping the kitchen cool. However, it is better than warming up the whole house with your oven. And that's what I got for you guys today. I promised to put a couple recipes, including the super easy broccoli one, um, in the show notes if you are on the email list, and you will get those. Um, I probably will look up a couple more tips and put them in the show notes. So if you want to check those out, that would be awesome. If you want to share this with a friend. That would be even more fantastic. More listeners is better. And if you leave a review, that is even better because we can reach more people. And more people will have happier, healthier meals, and they'll just feel better. And that means that we are helping each other feel happy and healthy. So I will leave you guys and say I hope that your summer is off to a fantastic start. I hope that you have some wonderful plans for the 4th of July because today is the 2nd of July. And um, I forgot to mention this episode 32, so thank you so much for listening to episode 32. It is summertime, and I wish you guys all the best. Thanks so much for spending time with me and learning a little bit about making your meals just a little healthier so that you can be just a little bit happier in that amazing body of yours. I so appreciate some feedback, whether it's a five-star review on your favorite listening app or even an email or a note on my website, um, a comment in this, uh, on the show notes, anything. I would just love to hear from you, know what you're thinking, know what you need, to answer any questions you may have. I am totally here for you, for you, (laughs) 
from you. Um, my website, where you can find all of my social handles, is risaauger.com. That's R-I-S-A-A-U-G-E-R.com. You can also shoot me an email at risaauger at ymail.com. And, yes, that is ymail, not gmail. I promise you, it's ymail.com, risaauger at ymail.com. I so, so, so look forward to hearing from you and helping you make your meals just a little healthier so you can be a little happier every day.